Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects 
vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert in the beautiful state of Arizona, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, as well as TST double underscore radio on Twitter. You can find copies of my book to buy at thesecretteachings.info. Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, or The Technological Elixir. You can read reviews and see the books there on the website. Softcover and digital copies. Check out our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters, and our behind-the-scenes content on Patreon. There are links to all of that on our website. If you're listening in the free archive on the website, welcome to the broadcast or the mini radio and podcast players. Please leave us a review to let us and other people know what you think of the show. It helps to support us. And let other people know that this is a decent show to listen to if they've never heard of us before. For those of you who'd like to get rid of the monetized advertisements in the archive, please subscribe to our archive to get rid of those monetized ads, to get access to my digital books, to get access to the montage archive. And I've been informed by the technical team that hosts our archive that they've fixed the glitch where you could not download individual shows So you should be able to click the individual show and download it when you scroll through that player on the website. You could download them before. You just had to go through extra steps, and they they fixed that. And for some reason, it was they told us only our show. No other show on Captivate. It was a glitch for our show. So they did fix that. You're going to get access to all of that. You'll get private RSS feed as well and early access to the show when it is pre-recorded. www.thesecretteachings.com dot info tonight i am joined by my good friend and co-host mike d and tonight because of a handful of news stories and some things that mike and i have been wanting to talk about we did have a guest lined up for tonight but we never got a hold of her and she never contacted us there was some crossing of wires some miscommunication some disinformation perhaps maybe the uh, department of homeland security could get on that and find out why we couldn't get a hold of our guest But we're going to have Mike on the show, and we have some things, I think, that are going to be highly controversial to discuss tonight, but I promise you we're going to discuss them in a way that is, as to the best of my abilities, hopefully to the best of Mike's abilities, objective and balanced. That's what we try to bring you here on The Secret Teachings. Mike, thank you so much for joining us this evening. How are you? Good, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing fantastic. I've been doing a lot of reading here at home, and I've had... uh, had a lot of hot weather to to deal with, which I've I've enjoyed much better than the cold weather up in New York. What about you? Yeah, it's been uh, actually nice here. No humidity. Uh, high, like in the eighties. So hundred percent humidity, though, Mike. Got to have a hundred percent humidity. There's definitely some humidity in Florida. <laughs> so, so let me let me ask you this question: Do you remember? I'm sure a lot of listeners remember. When we first started doing radio together, and then we became friends and we would hang out and we would do radio in you know other places um, on the weekends, 
we would go to grocery stores and we would we would look at ingredients and we'd get food and we started to notice some companies that would change hands, change ownership, they change their ingredients and we used to go to Whole Foods a lot and Whole Foods would have their little salad bar and there was that one time that we went in there and we asked is the salad here the spinach organic or is it conventional? And do you remember what the woman told us? Uh, tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, but did she say it's all mixed together in one big truck? She's she like, yeah, know. yeah. They just throw they throw all the organic, all the conventional in a truck, and then it just arrives, and we just kind of throw it into whatever bin we want to throw it into. And you know that to me, right. it doesn't matter if you eat organic or you eat conventional. I mean, if you're eating conventional food, you, you should be eating fruits and vegetables, even if they're conventional, because those are. I mean, when you eat fruits and vegetables, the antioxidants and the stuff that you get in those is far going to outweigh any potential pesticide residue that you might be exposed to better than processed foods. But the point is, we would go to these stores and we I mean, I think both of us were learning a lot. We would go to these stores. We'd learn about, you know, well, they told us that at Whole Foods. And we, we were we, I was always upset because I would see companies that would actively engage in disinformation. They would actively disinform the customer base. And they would lie to them and tell them there isn't this ingredient in our product. But then you turn over the container and there is that ingredient in the ingredient list. And it's again, it's a, I think it's a matter of, of can I trust a company that lies so blatantly that they put the lie on the package where they boast about the lie? And it doesn't matter if you eat organically, non-organically, you eat meat or you don't eat meat. It's not about a diet. It's just about I can't trust these companies. You, you can't trust you know, the companies, you can't trust the FDA, but you can trust science though. Okay. Well, the FDA, you know, the, Mike, the FDA and the USDA, they, they do do some good things. You know, I, I don't want to give the impression personally that, that, that we should believe the opposite of what they say, but we have to recognize that the FDA just lets companies do whatever they want to do. So it's, I don't know if it's even the FDA, uh, Mike, I think it's companies get to regulate themselves. So, I mean, that is the fault of the FDA. Companies get to regulate themselves, whether it's a drug company or it's a food company. Our FDA is totally corrupted. There should be no reason why there's uh, these ingredients are allowed, these artificial colors and flavors and preservatives and sodium benzite, all these all this garbage that is, uh, the European Union has blocked from their food supply. It's allowed in ours. It's just it's ridiculous. When I learned that Nabisco crackers had a different ingredient list in the EU as opposed to the one in the U.S., I remember sitting there and I read it a couple times and I was, I was younger and I was thinking, that, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they change their ingredients for another country? But somehow the cracker still tastes the same without high fructose corn syrup in Europe. So why can't you just make it without HFCS in the States? You're somehow able to profit overseas. Why can't you just make it without the HFCS here in the States? Why go through all these, you know, all these hoops to, to create different ingredient lists? And that just seems strange to me. Just make the cracker as simple as possible. Don't pack it with all these fillers and all this garbage. But that's, that's where we get to the point where, where I got to ask the question, Mike. Like, how am I supposed to trust these food manufacturers? How am I supposed to trust a drug company? And, and I think the answer to that is we, we can't trust them. So we should be aware of what we're putting in our bodies, especially by companies that actively are engaged in disinforming the consumer, which is more right. than a question of morality. 
I mean, even when you go to these places like Whole Foods, et cetera, you still need to look at the back. Just because you think that you're going to, oh, Whole Foods, right? Uh-huh. Everything in that every store should be healthy and good for me. It's called Whole Foods. <laughs> you still need to be reading the back of the packages right. of ingredients because it's not. It's not at all. No, it's just like with everything else. It's just like when you tell people you eat Whole Foods, they ask you, do you, you mean shopping at Whole Foods? No, I don't mean shopping at Whole Foods. I mean, I eat like fruit and vegetables and grains and nuts and seeds and and make a lot of really great meals out of them. That doesn't mean I go to Whole Foods and shop. But that's why, I mean, it made a, it might have been a good store to begin with, but that's why companies name themselves that. Because it, it natural, like, right? With natural ingredients, natural flavor, natural scents. You know, they exist in nature, like sweetness is a flavor, but if they're deriving the sweetness from the famous castor sacs of a beaver, then it's it's not really natural in the way that you're thinking. You're literally eating the anal glands of a beaver for strawberry and, well, they have strawberry and different, like, raspberry ice cream. That's literally made with beaver anus. It's hard hard to believe, but yeah. it is. You're going through Whole Foods recently in their bakery food section. There were so many products that were vegan, just labeled on the, on the package, vegan, vegan, vegan. And then looking at the ingredients, you know, not very good for you. You're better off eating the non-vegan version of that chocolate cake slice. Same it's thing. Totally, uh, when we were when we went back in the day years ago, it was it was okay. You could find some stuff there. They had a whole juice bar, right, where you can get like fresh juice. That is removed. Uh, they kind of uh, the, the the hot section of food has got dramatically cut down. Um, a lot of the hot food, you know, where they have the ingredients uh, listed there, uh, just the tar- terrible garbage ingredients. Yep, they changed all that. Um, their sushi, um, you know, you can get sushi there. Looking on the back, they had um, one of the ingredients was uh, alcohol, um, straight alcohol as an ingredient in the sushi. I was reading the back, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> alcohol? I was like, what the f- it can't be as bad as those cupcakes at Publix where you have to like untape the ingredient list and it drops down like a Playboy foldout. Oh, yeah. Those are like three paragraphs of ingredients yeah. for a cupcake. And we talked about all that before. And it's just like, you think these, you know, you think, are people waking up? Are these, is the bakery department at Publix actually making money nowadays? I don't know. Well, part of the problem is names like Whole Foods, natural nature, things that say, like grandma used to make. It's all advertising. It's all marketing. It has nothing to do with nature. It has nothing to do with health. Keto cookies, I saw at the store yesterday. What the is a, What is a keto cookie? It puts my body into ketosis, yet you think you lose weight because your body is dumping water. That's why you lose weight. You're actually starving yourself to death, and it's very harmful. So if you put yourself into ketosis, you lose a little bit of weight, but you're losing water weight. You're not losing fat. You actually collect more fat on a keto diet. And those keto cookies, Mike, were $10 for four of them. $10. It's a scam. $10. So here's my question. Here's my question. If a company actively is engaged in that level of deception. I don't care if they're selling you an apple. If a company selling me apples told me that if I eat the apple, I'm going to be able to levitate, 
I'm never eating the apple again from that company. I'm never giving them another dollar because they lied to me. I don't care how healthy the product is. If David Wilcock tells me I can build a hover car and he shows me no hover car, if he says he can build a 3D model with his 3D printer of a hover car and then he prints G.I. Joe's and he doesn't print a hover car, I'm not giving the guy any more money. This is a matter of principle, Mike. Yeah, you'd be surprised how people forgive and forget for the for their own detriment, though. You know, you can't support these companies that lied to you. I don't care if it's uh, once, twice. That's you just that's can't the do issue. It. Don't give your money to these companies. Yeah, that that's the issue for me, buddy. That's it's if a company is lying to me, I don't care if they're selling me a banana or a banana split. If they're lying to me about the product, why would I trust them? Especially when companies are caught doing shady stuff all the time. I mean, the talc powder with with uh, the 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 Johnson company. I mean, there's like thirty thousand yeah. class action lawsuits against them, and then they continue to lie to the public. Their public statement was. We pulled the product not because we were being sued, but because you're too stupid to understand that it's not unsafe. What kind of company tells the public you're too stupid to know that it's not unsafe while they're being sued 30,000 times? The, 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 the balls on these people. And that's real. I'm not, I'm not yeah, exaggerating. That's, that's, the, that's true. The, the, these families, these corporate families, Johnson & Johnson, DuPont, you got to see who's manufacturing these products. You know, you're concerned about the environment. You want to charge carbon taxes. Why don't you see what these companies are doing? These Johnson Johnson, this DuPont, which basically poisoned half of North Carolina uh, with their garbage uh, manufacturing facilities in, in North Carolina. The, the DuPont. I mean, uh, but yet they don't want to. They don't want to go after these companies. They just want the average consumer to pay for uh, climate change. And you know, you know, you know, and I'm supposed to buy your product because you're, you're, you, you did a climate pledge, right? <laughs> so all these companies, you know, they got a little logo thing next to it, you know, climate pledge taken. The climate pledge, whether it's an actual quote unquote climate pledge or something relating to the environment, when they change their packages to look more green, they know people based on scientific and psychological studies will buy something if it is green, because they believe that it is healthier for them and better for the environment. That's psychology. That's science. That's not environmentalism. That's you being duped by a company using a color to get you to buy their product. It's just like when, it was many years ago, that the CEO of PepsiCo said, this is a quote, if all consumers exercised, obesity wouldn't exist. And then Coca-Cola after that got caught spending millions of dollars to pay for research into diabetes that turns out, again, Coca-Cola funded, and the research into diabetes found that Coca-Cola had no effect whatsoever in diabetes. So if all consumers exercised, I want you to think of that for a second. Turns out, Mike, based on scientific studies of the subject of exercise and and diet in particular, same thing with the, the color green. When you tell somebody to exercise... All of the scientific, all of the medical, all of the psychological studies have shown that people told to exercise actually eat more than people that are not told to exercise. Meaning that PepsiCo is telling you to exercise so that you'll actually consume more of their product. That is more than diabolic. It's evil. It's obscene. And that's the kind of thing that you as the public need to be informed of. You can still go buy it if you want, but you need to be informed that they're telling you to exercise so that you'll actually consume more of their product. 
Because you think, I mean, the point is you, right. you have this moral justification. Oh, I, I ran a mile so I can have 10 Cokes. That's, that's the justification. Go ahead. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm going to get this uh, super deluxe happy meal, uh, but I'm going to get a Diet Coke because that, that will cut down. I'll of make course. myself feel better that I actually got something healthy. Of a course. Diet Coke healthy? <laughs> <laughs> of course. And so that's, I'm glad you brought up Diet Coke because here's what's happened. We've gone from PepsiCo saying exercise and you won't be fat. Coca-Cola backing that up. They pay all the, 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 the research uh, pay for all this research into how their products don't actually cause any harm, that they're actually good for you. Coca-Cola argued in court that Coca-Cola was healthy because it has water in it. That's the kind of deception. they used that, that was in a court they argued that. So you bring up Diet Coke. Here's a great question. Diet Coke. Diet Coke might not have uh, you know the same kind of chemical base because there isn't sugar in it, but they use artificial sweeteners, which are known to trick your body into thinking you're getting calories so your body actually reacts as if it is, but it never gets them. So your body ends up storing more fat, just like in ketosis, just like people that are told exercise. And, well, you'll lose weight, but you don't. You actually eat more and you gain weight. So it's all just an inversion of reality. Now Coca-Cola and other companies have gone from being like, hey, exercise and maybe you'll lose some weight. And they've changed their marketing strategy. Now they say, hey, instead of going out and exercising, that sounds really hard. Just have a Coke. You know what I'm talking about, Mike? You heard those commercials? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to yeah. pl- play one of those for the audience? Yeah, go ahead. They're golden. Oh, they're, they're unbelievable. I first saw this at a movie theater. So here we go. This is uh, Jillian Jacobs, I think is the woman's name. And uh, she's in this Coke commercial. They got another one with a woman with a, with a British accent because that's supposed to make me buy a Coke. So listen to this. This is the new marketing for Coca-Cola. Look, here's the thing about Diet Coke. It's delicious. It makes me feel good. Life is short. If you want to live in a yurt, yurt it up. If you want to run a marathon, I mean, that sounds super hard, but okay. I mean, just do you, whatever that is. And if you're in the mood for a Diet Coke, have a Diet Coke. And then it winds down and their new slogan is because I can C-A-N because I can so then they put hey it, if you want to smoke crack smoke crack I mean if you want to rape the same thing if you want to rape somebody that <laughs> might feel good for the rapist so uh, do what makes you feel good and they, then they, pu- like they a, put it in smaller a, a cans I'm sorry go ahead Mike yeah no it's like that you know do what you want kind of selfishness uh, you know satanic mindset I mean, if you want to run a marathon, though, that sounds really hard. So they've changed the, they've changed the marketing now. Exercise to lose weight. Now it's like, well, who get, who wants to do anything? Just if you want to live, you want to live in a yurt, live in a yurt. You know, have a diet coke. It makes me feel good. And it's really deceptive because the if you watch the commercials now, it's like they've got the woman looking directly into the camera, so she's like looking into your eyes the way that they shoot it, because they know that builds yeah. trust. Right. Right. So how can I how can I trust a company that does that? Here's another one. This one's really annoying. The British accent. Have a Coke. Look, here's the thing about Diet Coke. It's poison. It's delicious. Poison. And it makes me feel good. Oh, it makes me you know feel good. Else? Yes. Again, so does crack. Crack makes people feel good. So does meth. Makes me feel good. Athleisure. Because it's comfy casual. Okay, I can't even play the rest of this woman with her voice. <laughs> 
comfy casual, you're not going to be able to fit into anything if you keep drinking Diet Coke. And just do you, you're going to have to do you because no one's going to do you if you keep drinking Diet Coke. These people are so disgusting, Mike, the people that come up with this crap. It's all marketing. It's all psychology. It's gross. Yeah, remember, I don't know if you remember this from back in the day, but remember when Coke changed their formula, called it New Coke? (laughs) I remember that, yeah, and they got railed. And people went, uh, and then the crackheads went ape and they're like, no, no, this doesn't taste right. And looking back, um, people that researched that whole campaign, the question's still out there, but there's people that brought up theories and said that this is all a marketing ploy, basically to sell Coke. I've heard that before. I, I remember when I'm, I don't think I was old enough to remember when it happened, but I've seen a documentary on it. And yeah, I if some people think that it was a marketing ploy to get people to, to yeah buy more Coke. Why would they change the secret formula to think it would make it better because they were in competition with another company? I, I don't buy that. I think it's it's all marketing. Yeah, they took they took that off. They, the, the new Coke eventually went away. It went away. Yep. yep. And now they've got these tiny cans. They're like, oh, look, if you we put in a tiny can, that'll help you with your weight. No, actually, it does the opposite. What it does is when you have a tiny amount, a tinier amount, a smaller amount relative to the original portion, you actually consume more. Therefore, you have to buy more cans to get your fix. So they make money by providing you with a smaller can, making you think that it's a healthier option. I mean, it's all right. the opposite of what they tell you. <laughs> you also remember, too, there was a, this is uh, at least a decade ago, um, there was a push for beverage companies to uh, for their drinks to be more, um, not darker in color, but lighter in color. So you're getting a lot of these like colorful drinks or drinks that didn't have color at all. And Coke decided to remove uh, do a Coke, and I forget what it's called, but it was it basically was uh, was clear colored, and a I forget what they called Coke. it. Yeah. Well, they had uh, Coke owns that. Um, what was that vitamin type water? Not vitamin water. There's another vitamin type water, Coke owned. But I know that's not what you're talking about. Go ahead. We got about a minute per, for break. Yeah. No, it, w- it was actually a product, uh, Coca Cola Clear, or something like that, and uh, they. Uh, they, they, they removed it, but it was something they, they experimented with again. The public wants what makes the public feel good. And it's one thing to, yes, you can make your own decisions, make your own choices, even if you're informed. But you need to be aware that companies tell you to exercise because statistically that means you eat more. They give you smaller sizes because you'll have to buy more. And they sell you green things with a health halo because they know that you want to feel good about what you're buying. It's a deception. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More with Mike D. when we come back from break. We're going to get into some more of these advertisements here on the show tonight. Stay with us. You are hearing the sound between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. 
Cult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is John Peasy at JohnPeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teaching. This is David Icke from DavidIcke.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I want to make very clear tonight on The Secret Teachings that Mike and I are having a conversation, Mike D., our co-host this evening, and it's not intended to make anybody feel bad about their diet, about their lifestyle choices. I'm not trying to make you feel bad, sincerely. I'm just simply asking a few questions like, when a company tells you that you should exercise to lose weight, do you know that the scientific and the medical and the psychological data shows that you'll actually eat more? When a company gives you a smaller size and says, here, this is to help with your weight, they know that you'll actually buy more of their product. You know when a company uses a green label, literally the color green or figuratively, this is a natural product, they know that you'll buy it, continue to buy it, and then you'll feel better about buying it no matter the cost, whether it's soap or cookies, because, well, you're caring for the environment and you should let other people know that, well, You care about climate. You care about the changing of the climate. You care about the animals and deforestation. That's all wrapped into why I decided to buy this product with a green label on it. Did you know that when a company tells you that you can have all the power to feel like you are in charge of your life, whether it's a Fitbit or a Diet Coke, they're not telling you is the subtle subconscious programming, it might not be that sub, so subtle, 
is you have the power, dot, 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 subconsciously, to continue to buy our product. This is all marketing. This is all advertising. This is all a big scam. And I want to say, this is a little segment I call bad company, good apple. Bad company, good apple means if a company that lies to you is selling apples, I'm also not going to buy the apples. I don't care how healthy the product is. I don't care if it's asparagus. I don't care if it's a vegetable lasagna. If the company is lying to me, I'm not going to support them to the best of my ability. This has nothing to do with vegetables and fruits and meat and things like that. This is about advertising and psychology and helping to inform you so that you can become better aware of these advertising and marketing gimmicks. Mike D., our co-host this evening. Mike, I don't know if you have a comment on that, but what are some of these other videos that we have tonight with advertisements to play? Um, I think we have the one where uh, the Fitbit commercial. Oh, my God, the Fitbit commercial. Yeah, we've got the Fitbit commercial. Are you ready? It says, feel the power. Feel your power. See, there they go. Feel your power. You have the power to buy a Fitbit. That's what the title of the video implies. Let's listen to this Fitbit video. Breathe. You feel that? That's your body, baby. Now go! I'm telling you right now, that's how you find joy. It's in the way you groove. It's the way you push. It's the way you love. It's in yourself. Listen to your body. Feel your power. All right. So, I mean, you got you have to have comments on that. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, for people listening, you actually have to. You, you got to see it. Yes. So you can just type in a commercial on YouTube or whatever, and, and take a view because. You you got to actually see what's going on with a with a narration there, but you know again it's that same kind of you know feel the power you have the power you have control to do what when you really have no control when you really and technically if you want to get down to it you really have no control and you have no you have no choice because all the companies that you buy from are owned by two companies. <laughs> yes, and I find it really funny that this commercial more so than the other commercials like the Diet Coke commercial or the other ice cream commercial we have here. This commercial was posted, this was April 11th. This was about a month ago. It has 30 million views. Now, if they didn't pay for those views on YouTube, I find it hilarious that a Fitbit telling you to get your ass out of the seat and move has 30 million hits on YouTube, meaning people are watching it on their ass on the computer. Not out. I, I think they were just watching it. I, I think they were watching it because of the uh, diversity that's included in it. Oh, okay. Maybe we should explain that. All right, let me play it again, and I'll kind of pause it, and I'll, I'll give you the timestamps of what we're watching here. So we've got some guy who looks like he's in a '70s apartment. He's going to play the keyboard and tell you to move. Breathe. You feel that? That's your. Okay. Already seven seconds in. When he looks at the camera and points and says, "Breathe." That is subtle subconscious programming. Take a deep breath, breathe, hypnosis, putting you into a state of suspended animation. Now you're about to gobble up in the next clip all those intense colors and lights and sounds that override your senses, and then we move on to the social justice. That's what I got out of the first seven seconds. Or maybe it's just a commercial. Your body, baby. Now go! 
So that's what they do. So they tell you to breathe. That's hypnosis. Settle yourself into the subconscious. Then they show you the extreme lights and colors and sounds. And then it's kids moving. And then it gets weird. It's some weird gay black guy dancing on a stripper pole. Literally. That's what that is. Woo! Some gay black dude dancing on a stripper pole. With high heels on, nonetheless. I'm telling you right now. And then it cuts to a... I don't know how big this woman is, but at least 300 pounds on a surfboard in the ocean. And that that one really confuses me because I don't see many skinny people that surf. I've never seen a 300-pound black lady go surfing. I'm serious. I don't, I'm, I've never seen, I've never seen a 300-pound. No, I've never no, seen anybody. So why, why do they show us that image then? Why are they showing us that image, Mike? Why are they showing us that image? Is it, to sh- is it to show, hey, look, we're this is for everybody, and we mean everybody, even a 400-pound black woman surfer. It's for everyone. I mean, I, I, I don't think I've ever, I mean, I grew up on the beach, and I've never, I don't think I've ever even been close to an actual person with a surfboard. I don't care what the color of their skin is. Like, I've seen a guy in the distance surfing. I, I, who, who's, first of all, I've never seen a black person doing, you know, a, 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 on a surfboard doing some kind of like exercise like this. Why is the why does it have to be a black person? I find that to be discriminatory. And I find the fact the fact that she's overweight to be discriminatory and stereotypical. But they, they yeah, it's just, it's, if, you're, if, if, if you're targeting an audience, which I, I can't even tell who they're targeting because it's so guys in high heels. Guys in high heels to some seventies guy playing the piano um, to a lesbian. I think there's some lesbians in yep. there, and then yep. to a four hundred pound black lady surfer. I don't even who who are you marketing to? We're right, exactly. How many how many four hundred pound black surfers out there <laughs> are there to buy your product? Who's going to who's going to use your product? I mean, I can think of, like I don't think Lizzo is getting on a surfboard anytime soon, right? And and remember, remember that interview with I can't remember her name. She was like the nutrition coach, and she was being remember that her name was like is it Anderson or Jillian? Not Jillian Anderson, but like it's like Jillian or I can't remember what her name was. But she was she was on like a, a dude on an interview, and the woman was like, "Why do you think it's you know something that you should comment about her weight or something like that?" And the woman snapped back and was like, "Well, it's it's not going to be fun to get diabetes. It's not going to be fun to get heart disease." She's she's like, "We should be talking, we shouldn't even be talking about her weight. We should be talking about her music. But if you want to make it about her weight, being overweight is not a fun thing. It's not an exciting thing. It's not something we should celebrate." And she got criticized for that. And I don't think that we should be celebrating that whether it's in a Fitbit commercial or a Diet Coke commercial. And and I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't mean to just rant here, but if you think about it, if you look at the Diet Coke commercial, both of the women are skinny, implying that if you drink this, you won't get fat. But at the Fitbit commercial, people are weird, deformed, and overweight, implying that if you get a Fitbit, you can actually look normal again. It's all psychology. Well, the thing also of what was deceivious about it is like, does that woman even surf? I mean, she's kind of laying on the on the surfboard, but she's not actually <laughs> surfing. So is that like right. false advertising? Does she actually know how? Can she even? She she was had to be at least three hundred pounds. Easy. Can she stand on that surfboard and balance herself and and ride a wave in? I I, I highly doubt that. So why did why did you put that in there? 
That's a, that's an on, it's it's an honest question, Mike. I know I know that sometimes an audience can feel that this is derogatory and demeaning. I, I personally I don't mean it to be that way. I'm I'm at, Mike's asking a question. I don't know how you feel, but Jesus Christ, why? Three hundred pound black women don't go surfing. Why is that in your commercial? And if there is a three hundred pound black woman who surfs, it's like a handful of people. Why is that your demographic when you're trying to sell something to the general public? And that right there right. tells you Fitbit is using, I mean, it's not really that, it's not complicated. They're using really overt, brazen, social justice type marketing to get people to think, oh, Fitbit cares. They care about 300-pound surfers. I think I'll get a Fitbit. I mean, yeah, it, is, it seems like it's no longer even about selling a product. It's about selling an agenda. That's exactly what it is. They're selling you an ideology here. They're not selling you a Fitbit. Well, I mean, I mean, let's be fair that they are selling you more than an ideology. They're selling you a tracking device that you attach to your wrist. So they are selling, <laughs> they are selling that tracks yeah, you gonna your sell, sleep. They're going to sell that data too. Yep. Hey, the CDC just, I mean, they basically, in, in documents, uh, uh, it was a report from Vice, the CDC paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to get access to your data, paid with your money, to track your compliance with masking, vaccines, lockdowns, and quarantines. Once again, has nothing to do with your view on those things. The CDC should not be using your money to buy your data to track compliance with their recommendations. Somebody needs to go to jail. They need to be investigated. Same thing with these companies. This isn't about eating meat or not eating meat or eating healthy, unhealthy. This is about companies using fat black women to make you feel as if you should go buy a Fitbit. That seems wrong. I don't know. That seems wrong to me. Oh, no. Now Ryan's got his uh, Made in America hat on, and he's thinking, uh, you know, they're going to put us in camps, and, uh, you know, this is what the left wing, there's a conspiracy theory to put people on FEMA camps. But you know what? Get that all out of your head and just ask a simple question. Why are they tracking you for non-compliance? With a recommendation. For a recommendation, too. Secretly and secretly. There's no conspiracy. There's no, there's no conspiracy about that. So get it out of your head that everything has got to be this uh, spooky FEMA camp stuff. And then just listen and wake up and use facts and common sense. Ask yourself simple questions. Well, we, Why are they doing that? And, and we talked about last night as well, the Department of Justice now has a department within their department, an office called environmental justice. So they use the buzzword of justice like with sustainability, and they say that their goal, it, this is not a joke. Attorney General Garland said their goal is to make the air cleaner for minorities and black folks. And I thought, why don't yeah, you well, just make the air where, cleaner where well, they can't, they can't trail it. All right. Well, yeah, they did that in St. Louis to minority communities. Like, why don't you stop experimenting on minority communities and maybe make the air breathable for everybody and enforce all of the EPA laws for everybody, not just for certain exactly. minority groups? Exactly. Actually, uh, a couple of chemtrail incidences where I guess the mixture was too thick and it didn't dissolve up in the atmosphere and it came down and got entangled in trees. Have you seen that? And it's like a silky almost like kind of a spider web i've heard of that i've and, never um, seen it myself and actually guy that took some samples to it because he was actually a weatherman and took some samples of it of course it's made of uh 
uranium, aluminum, and other two other heavy metal components. So yes, that's a that's a real thing. Weather modification has a patent by the U.S. government. There's several patents on weather modification, Mike. Plus the the, the decades they, ago. Yeah, the big news outlets have admitted that in the 20th century, just in the last couple of years. Not not to mention the fact that if you go back to the 60s, Kennedy was giving speeches on that. If you go back to the 70s, there's there's uh, international agreements on on uh, weather control. Uh, uh, I guess like using weather weapons, it was for for warfare and restricting the usage of things like that. It's, yeah, of course, all that's been happening for a very long time. But we come back to Fitbit because what we need to be concerned about is gay guys in high heels dancing on poles and 300-pound women on surfboards, and that's supposed to make me buy a Fitbit. Now that's how you find joy. It's in the way you groove. It's in the way you push. And then here's what looks like. I'm, she looks like a Hispanic woman lifting like one pound weights. I'm sorry, but if you lift one pound weights, I don't care if you have a Fitbit on your legs and your arms, it's not going to register. It, it's useless. You know, you have to, you have to do more than lift a one pound weight. You have to do more than watch a video with a 300 pound woman on a surfboard. If you want to lose weight, I don't This is just so deceptive to me. This whole thing. And then people making, making out on the beach. And then it's like, Fill, fill your power. You've got the power. Feel your power. Feel your power to buy our product. That's they're just telling you. You have the power. Don't let anybody tell you you can't buy this. It's just it's like reverse yeah, you psychology. You have the power. Exactly. You have the power to be tracked and your data sold. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. You've got the. I have the power to sell my information to a corporation. Power. What's this other commercial we have here? I can't stand to look at that Fitbit commercial anymore. What's this other commercial? I know the Diet Coke commercial, the Fitbit commercial. I mean, there's the Reese's commercial too. Reese's, not sorry. You know, what's this Halo ice cream? Is this Halo ice cream? Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. That's where the uh, woman is dancing in her bra and panties with her fat jiggling and do what you want. Eat what you want. All right. Be who you are. I don't know if we'll be able we'll be able to get much out of the video here because I haven't watched this forever. But let's let's play it and see. This was two years ago. Let's play it and see what the Halo ice cream commercial is selling to the public. Don't touch those dials. We're listening to the hottest hits of 2020. Okay. Here I go. Oh, there's the old woman is looking like she's watching. Right? There's like a woman watching this other woman dance. Is that the commercial right. you're thinking of? Yeah, she's. Kind of- I don't know if she's disgusted or not, but she's watching this other lady, Hispanic lady, who is overweight, dancing in her apartment, I guess. I don't know. Windows are open. Okay, let's see. It's really hot out. Me, do my thing. I'm shake it up, make a scene. You know I run the show. I've been doing this so long. Don't And then it crosses the screen. I should lose weight. I got something going to show you how. I should work out more. I should eat more salads. I should cover up. Please. This is how 
I should skip dessert. It just keeps going. I should skip dessert. Now she's in the kitchen. Do it. And then she stops and there's some old woman watching. Now, what I thought was interesting about this commercial was that the old woman doesn't seem to be that hot. It seems to be that this woman is large. She's obese. She's got multiple rolls of fat literally jiggling in the video. That's probably why she's a little bit hotter. I don't know. That's just a theory. What, I mean, you got to, I know you have comments on this commercial. This is one of the most disgusting well, commercials I've ever seen. To me, it was, when I saw it, it was like a, it was disturbing, honestly. Cause it's like, just like, first off, she's in her bra and panties and she's got this, this fat rolls and she's jiggling about and it's like, and the voiceover is like, you know, do what you want, eat what you want. You can eat that ice cream. It just, and she's obviously, she's overweight, which again is not healthy. It's not a physical thing like, um, oh, because she's chubby, I'm uh, disturbed by her chubby. I'm, I'm just concerned with the message yes. that's uh, putting out there for people to be unhealthy and overweight, and it's okay, and it's not okay. No, it's, it's not okay. It's, it's not, not okay for, for you, and it's not okay for my tax money to be paid for your overweightness. Well, <laughs> that's another thing, too. i got to pay for your fatness. I'm not doing it. Well, that's the thing that gets me about environmentalists. I've known a lot of environmentalists that are staunch. They want government, climate change, Green New Deal, reshape the world, trillions of dollars, shut everything down and rebuild it. Yet, these are the people, the ones that I've known, that tend to be overweight. And it's not an insult to people that are overweight, but people that literally might need two seats on an airplane, people that probably can't ride a bicycle, and yet they're the ones telling the rest of us you need to reduce your carbon footprint and you need to take other forms of transportation that don't involve carbon. So they tell us that, but they can't ride a bike and they have to take up two seats on an airplane and they're taking up more space. They use more water when they take a shower. You know, I'm just kind of tongue in cheek here, chipping away at this idea that you can be 500 pounds and a climate activist. That doesn't work. You use way more resources than everybody else. All right? Just a thought. Yeah. I find that to be hypocritical, Mike. And, uh, you know, totally. yes, you should work more. You should work more instead of staying at home, eating ice cream, dancing in your underwear. If you want to do that, <laughs> fine. But Mike's not paying for it. No, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> I'm not paying for it. So you can stand, you know, stand on your, you know, pro-abortion lines with your with your big fat legs and arms barely holding the sign up. I, I have a hard time understanding what the message actually is. Like on the surface, clearly it's, hey, it's cool to be overweight and, you know, it's cool to eat as much ice cream as you want and it's hot out, so grab an ice cream, grab a Diet Coke, you won't get fat. There's a lot of conflicting messages here, but the overall message is do whatever you want. You've got the power to buy our product. Uh-uh. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. Sorry. My dog was about to attack another dog. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> He's probably upset. He's probably upset about this Halo ice cream commercial. I'm upset, too, Loki. I'm really, I'm really upset. Yeah. He, yeah, he's, he's confused on why some humans are look way different than other humans. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so here's the issue again. It's, it's simple. Like, I get the advertising, but what is this doing to the subconscious? That's, that's always my concern. I mean, what this is doing to the subconscious is telling people that being obese, being overweight, having health problems is not only normal, but that it should be celebrated. 
And that's a very poor image to cast for any level of, of, of age or development, let alone a, a, a generation of younger people that are looking at this and watching this and thinking, yeah, it's cool to be overweight. I'll dance around in my underwear, eating ice cream, and that's glorified on TV. I, I mean, that to me is as bad as thinking every woman has to have a size zero waist. Those are the same people that used to get upset about models. Oh, they're too skinny, and this, this is the wrong image for women. Now they're promoting the opposite, 400 pounds rather than four pounds. Well, you don't know, remember back in the day, the you remember the food babe? Oh, I love the and food she babe, was pretty, yeah. Uh, you know, in my, my eyes, uh, she was attractive. And remember she was getting hammered uh, because um, she was attractive and covering uh, food and covering the disgusting ingredients of Starbucks. And she was getting hammered on the comments because, oh, look at her. She thinks she's so pretty. Uh, blah blah blah. People were actually attacking her look, and not what she was actually covering, which was the the, the artificial preservatives and foods. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I remember that. And so it's okay to be overweight and say do whatever you want to do, eat unhealthy, whatever, sell a product. But if you're skinny and somewhat attractive by any standard, then you have to shut your mouth because it's fat shaming. This is just all about social engineering and class like division is what it is. I mean, this is this is one of the most ridiculous divisions. It's division based on your weight, and that is obscene. Division. Think about that. It's division based on weight. If someone is 100 pounds heavier than you, they're in a different category, not just on the scale, but they're in a different category in society. If you question anything like, hey, can you please move over on the bus, that's fat shaming. If you say diabetes isn't a good thing, you, you shouldn't want diabetes or be comfortable with it or celebrate it, that's suddenly fat shaming. I mean, even doctors now aren't supposed to ask in some places that doctors are being requested not to weigh their patients because it's traumatizing. Well, it should be. If you weigh 500 pounds, that should be traumatizing. I have an issue with this, Mike. Right. Um, totally. It's totally. It's, it's division after division after division. And it uh, just goes to it's another agenda, the communist yep. agenda to divide, divide and conquer over fat and skinny. And or fat and skinny, probably even using the fat aspect of it to say, well, minorities are generally more fat, fat than white. Uh, so uh, if you say something to someone who's overbeast and, and who, who is a minority, then you're a racist. Right. right. <laughs> well, it's funny because there's something, you ever heard of the Hispanic paradox? No. Okay, the Hispanic, this is a real thing in, in, in the medical and nutritional um, literature, is that a lot of Hispanic people have certain health um, or they, I guess I should say they have less of certain severe health conditions and the scientific medical literature finds that the reason for that is because even though they have poor diets and should have higher rates of certain things compared to other groups, they actually have less of those conditions because they eat a lot. This isn't a joke. They eat a lot of beans. And because of the fiber and other things in beans, they actually have less of those more severe conditions. Now, this is something if you want to go research for yourself, but this is a widespread, well-known thing. It's the, called the Hispanic paradox. So Hispanic people have poor diets, but since they eat more beans, just more beans, that is, uh, that is uh, the, the, the determining factor in actually having less disease compared with other groups who eat the same quality of diet. Meaning, because beans are dirt cheap, you can eat healthy for virtually no money, and even if you have a history and you have a culture of eating poorly, you can still be healthier with basically spending no money just by 
eating beans. And I mean, that is something that is so profound. It should change our paradigm when it comes to health. But instead, we would rather have this woman jiggling around in her underwear eating ice cream and celebrating it. I just don't see what it's just dividing fat and skinny. And it's taking the issue that used to be women and in, in advertising are too thin. And now it's making them overweight because they're overcompensating is what's happening. Right, right. Or at least that's, I don't know, that's I don't get that. what it feels like. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know what the um, fashion magazines are, are putting out there now. I don't know if there's like an overweight women's section or what. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, I don't read fashion magazines, so I don't know. But I do, <laughs> I do see these commercials. <laughs> And uh, we're going to talk more well, about these. Saying, I'm just saying, like a lot of uh, a lot of like ads for women back in the day, they were you know they were models. Yeah, yeah. And I think the tide in the '90s, uh, you know, that was deemed inappropriate, and all women should represented. So they had like fat sections, yep. you know, for for women who are overweight. Well, hold on one second. We got to take a break. We'll come back. We're going to get into more of this. There's a lot more unrelated to what we just talked about coming up in the next hour. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings. Mike D, our co-host, with us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the montage archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. 
You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. This is David John Oates from reversespeech.com. You are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This transmission is coming to you from the space between heaven and hell. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for tuning in this evening, this afternoon, this morning, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. You're listening on our flagship station, the Fringe.fm, Ghost 99 Radio, or 98.1 KPFV, Pahrump, Nevada. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Secret Teachings. Please leave us a review on the radio or podcast player where you listen to The Secret Teachings, if you do there. And if you'd like to get access to the non-monetized archive, early access to the show, as well as montages and my digital books, www.thesecretteachings.info, subscribe to the archive, and you'll get access to all of that. If you'd like to buy one of my books, check those out on the website as well. And if you have any questions, email me, rdgable at yahoo.com, Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, and on Twitter at TST underscore underscore radio. So far tonight, we've examined incredible, malicious, and obscene deception used by marketers in both the food industry and, of course, the diet exercise industry. But it applies to other industries as well. And we've looked at the scientific literature where When PepsiCo told us, which became a cultural norm, that exercise actually helps people to lose weight while they continue to eat their poor quality diet, the reality is if you exercise on your poor quality diet, you end up, when you think, if I exercise, I'll lose weight, but I can keep eating this way, you end up eating more of the food that you shouldn't be eating. There's a couple of reasons for that. One is called moral licensing. I exercised, I ran down the road and came back, so that means I deserve a double cheeseburger. Doesn't matter if you like cheeseburgers, you hate cheeseburgers, doesn't matter what your opinion is, that's not the point. The point is they tell you to exercise because they know that means you will actually buy more of their product. Same reason they give you smaller cans, smaller packages, they know you'll buy more of their product. The Same reason they use green terminology, because they know you'll buy more of your product, their product and you'll feel good about it. And what I call bad company, good apple. Or bad company, good banana, whatever, whatever fruit, whatever vegetable. Bad company, they lie to me, I'm not buying their product. I don't care if it's ice cream, I don't care if it's Cheetos, I don't care if it's an apple. I don't care how healthy it is, how processed or unprocessed. If a company lies to me as a consumer, I am not going to support them. And companies like Fitbit and Diet Coke and others, or Coca-Cola, others have said, played some of the commercials tonight, You have the power, basically telling you subconsciously, sort of subtly, you have the power to buy a Diet Coke. And if people don't like that, if they say, hey, that Diet Coke has aspartame in it, that Diet Coke is not good for you, you tell them, hey, shut up. Coca-Cola told me I can live 
my best life. So basically now you're working subconsciously for Coca-Cola. And Fitbit also tells you, we played that audio earlier, and here it is again very, very quickly. Feel your power. Feel your power. Fitbit, meaning feel your power. You have the power to buy our product. These companies aren't interested in selling you something that works because what works is pretty much essentially virtually free if you want to lose weight or whatever the case is. These companies are selling you a product and they're selling you an ideology. Culturally, we're seeing a divide like class warfare between fat people and thin people. Whereas thin people used to be the main model, now we're told by the same people who said that was obscene to have skinny women are now suggesting we should just have large obese women. Kind of an overcompensation. So that's a brief recap of what we talked about in the first hour. Our good friend and co-host Mike D is with us this evening on the broadcast. Mike, I wanted to talk to you about this vegan fighter. And I know that you do, for the record, you do still eat meat, correct? Yeah. Okay, so Mike D still eats meat. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're eating like a 16 ounce steak three times a day, but you still eat meat. So you're you're not vegan yourself. I want I want to clarify that. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. So Mike D does not eat meat. Now, personally, Mike, I don't. Are you are you, are you meat shaming? Are you meat shaming me? Of course, I'm meat shaming you. Why 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 wouldn't I be? That's why I asked the question, Mike, so I could get the information and I could shame you with it. <laughs> I don't. I don't eat meat because I don't like the taste of it personally. I don't like the smell of it. I don't care if it's chicken, beef, whatever. I find it cheaper. I find it bet I feel healthier. I feel I mean my I've lost weight. My heart problems have been reversed just with eating plants. I even had onset diabetes. All that's gone eating plants, grains, nuts, seeds. That doesn't mean I eat apples all day. I mean I had sushi last night. I made chili the other night. I had burritos. I make really really good high quality food at a very low cost, uh, very low price. Like I bought I bought a couple pounds of lentils for basically pocket change, and I made a big bowl of curry. So I eat really you know, diverse foods, big colors and, and big flavors and, and, and very robust. So I choose not to eat meat, but it's not about whether I eat meat or I don't eat meat. I just wanted to clarify, Mike eats meat, I don't eat meat. So we're going into this as two people who have two different diets. I read a story about boxing light heavyweight world champion Canelo Alvarez. And Canelo Alvarez lost his belt to Dimitri Bivol over the last weekend. Now, the reason I bring this up is because people like Joe Rogan, who I, I'm okay with Joe Rogan with some things, but this, this is confusing to me. Joe Rogan says that the guy lost his fight because he switched to a vegan diet. And he started eating plants instead of animals. So people like Dr. Sean Baker, who wrote The Carnivore Diet, uh, criticized this move and said that it was because of his veganism that he lost the fight. Now, again, Mike, this has nothing to do with whether you want to eat meat or not eat meat. I have a question. When you think of this, there's a couple of vegan MMA fighters. There's a couple of uh, handful of vegan athletes that are openly vegan. Nate Diaz, for example, is a vegan fighter. And Nate Diaz uh, had, uh, he beat Conor McGregor in a fight. And Conor McGregor was adamant about eating steaks, and, that, and Nate Diaz didn't eat steaks. He ate, he ate plants. So my first thing, my first observation of this, Mike, is like, well, hold on a second. If this guy lost the fight because he's a vegan, how come other vegans can win fights? 
So this isn't about veganism or carnivorism. This is like a personal ego bias driven thing, where it's because someone lost the fight eating plants, it must be because of the plants. But when someone loses the fight because they eat meat, it's not because they eat meat. I find this to be a disturbing trend in our culture where we divide things along such simple lines like diet, like the size of our waists. And I find that to not only be disturbing, but I find that to be very, very culturally and socially degrading, where we are divided on such minor, minor things. I have an issue with that. And I'd like to ask you sincerely if, if you have an opinion on this and, and what you can contribute to the conversation here, Mike. Yeah, I think it's very weird because um, Conor McGregor actually beat Nate Diaz in the uh, rubber match. In another fight. They had. So, yeah. So, with this fight, it looks like the fighter changed his diet while he was training for the fight. Yeah, that's not good. And people are suggesting, oh, because he was in training mode and he switched to being a vegan, um, he lost some power. He didn't have, uh, you know, uh, his cardio was down. Maybe I don't see how that plays into it. But again, I, I don't, I don't. There's no really data for me to judge on that. I, I can't. You know, who, what am I to say? You know, that he lost. How can you even make that assumption that his veganism was to blame for losing? Sure, when you're, uh, you know, training for a fight and then you switch up your diet completely. As you know, that's something to think about to make sure you're getting your protein in from skipping the meat. But, uh, you know, just to say he lost the fight because he changed his fighting diet up to veganism is kind of weird. It's again, seems like diversive again. Well, it's also it's 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 very divisive because I mean, the reality is if you read any of the major or minor studies on on plant based eating, for example, uh, you find that when you eat plants, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, your body actually recovers from exercise far more quickly than people who just eat meat. And that doesn't mean that like you eat a little bit of meat, Mike. Even Tom Brady eats a little bit of meat. But look at someone like Tom Brady. His diet consists mostly of non-inflammatory foods. So that's probably why Tom Brady's able to play into his 40s and win seven Super Bowls and, you know, I've seen videos where the, the commentators are making fun of Tom Brady for bringing his own water to the game because he doesn't trust the water there. Like, I don't know. To me, that, that makes sense. I don't think that's funny. I think that's a logical, reasonable thing to do. But, but the baseline is the science shows that eating that way actually helps you to recover faster. So there are so many different circumstantial things that are involved in something like this. You could easily be a vegan and decide to start eating meat and lose a fight. I, uh, to me, it's not about the fight. It's not about vegan or carnivorism. It's just about how people outside of the fight fight and argue with each other over something as simple as diet. It's funny how people will fight and argue over something like the size of somebody's waistband. We should have fat people promoting products. No, we should have really thin women promoting products. How about you just get the person who's the better actor? How about you just get the person who's more qualified? Not based on their weights, their weight, or their 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 waistline, or what level of heart disease they're at. You know what I mean, Mike? Yeah, it's uh, you know, I'm not sure why those comments were made. You know, maybe they were blaming veganism for his loss, which doesn't make really any sense. Makes only no sense. only the fact that maybe his maybe uh, the shock to his body switching his diet so quickly right before his fight had something to do. But I I, I can't tell you that. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, okay, so but it is 
it is subversive and it is again, uh, you know, I mean, how does that make news when we're, 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 yeah, we're yeah, exactly <laughs> sending, uh, Three billion dollars to the Ukraine as a, uh, a pro- starting a proxy war with Russia. I mean, people should be uh, talking about that left and right. You know, um, if I was Russia, I'd be very pissed. We're actually funding we're funding their enemy. It's 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 ridiculous. Well, not not only that, but there. I mean, there's. I mean, we could always say that about everything. There's always something you know more important to talk about. Whatever. But that, when I when I hear people make those kinds of statements with like Joe Rogan or whoever you know supports that, I, I don't understand why we can't have a conversation about like the, the the common sense of all of that. I mean, I don't think you need to be a scientist to understand that if you only eat meat, you probably are going to be unhealthy in the same way that yeah, if you only eat apples, you're probably going to be unhealthy. You need a robust diverse diet and people are concerned about protein you get plenty of protein eating plants you, then you also get fiber which you don't hardly get any of 97 percent of americans are, are are void of fiber they don't have diets with hardly any fiber in it so you might get certain things with a, a meat diet you're not getting with a plant diet but you also get things with a plant diet you might not get with a meat diet which way you have to take the b12 supplement so it's not about one or the other being right it's why people are so damn rabid about their meat or so damn rabid about their vegetable. It's like, Jesus Christ, this is what the basic science says, and this has nothing to do with your left-right paradigm of food or your left-right paradigm of obesity versus anorexia. There's got to be some middle ground here. Yeah, I think people in general are confused about food in general. I mean, they don't know. They've been hit with so many different food pyramid tables that yeah, you know they don't know what to believe or what to eat. <laughs> they're they're, <laughs> so just, they're just they're just eating what is shown to them on TV commercials. You know. Yes, yes. Back yeah. to the Fitbit and the Halo ice cream and the Diet Coke. Yeah. Or you know, uh, not even thinking about why does that maple why does that maple syrup have to be blue? Tell me Why about that. You sent blue? you sent me that picture. What was that Ma- blue maple syrup? What is that? Is that an organic uh, maple syrup? Is it really blue? <laughs> no, that was. Um, I saw that on a shelf, and um, it was a Captain Crunch. I think maple syrup it was. Uh, I think that was the the uh, company. I don't know why Captain Crunch is making maple syrup, but anyway, <laughs> it was blue, blue colored, blue it- in a blue bottle artificially colored blue of course of course does it also cut the roof of your mouth yeah it's like the cereal i'm sure that i'm sure it's probably says somewhere in that bottle that you can add it to your breakfast cereal so you pour a big bowl of captain crunch and then you just pour blue syrup on top of it now part of a balanced breakfast you want to turn that uh milk blue well okay here i brought it up i brought it up captain crunch Ocean blue, oh. artificially maple flavored syrup. So is it, <laughs> is, here's the here's the description. Okay, uh, maple flavor, flavored syrup, maple flavored syrup. There's no maple in it. Okay, is an exciting and tasty way to enjoy pancakes and waffles. It has a sweet and delicious taste of classic syrup. Oh, with a playful burst of blue <laughs> to add. Hold on, hold on. A, a taste of blue. Is that what it said? Yeah. 
How do you taste uh, blue? No, add sweet, delicious taste of classic syrup with a playful burst of blue. Oh, burst to of add blue. the yeah, burst of blue to add the fun of. Is this a, what is this written in the farm language? A, a blue <laughs> to add the fun of Captain Crunch to your breakfast. So this is on their this is on their website. That doesn't that, that doesn't even sound right. Well, that's what it is. It's just like a they throw a bunch of words at you, right? They just throw a bunch First of words ingredient. at you. Here we go. Corn syrup, second ingredient. Like you need it again, but you need high fructose corn syrup. You need some type of water in there, so there's water. Cellulose gum, salt, natural and artificial flavor. Here's it. Here, here it is. Sodium benzoate <laughs> and sorbic acid to preserve the freshness. Oh, here's a new one. I don't think I'll be able to pronounce this, this friggin' one. Sodium hexametaphosphate. Hexametaphosphate. I've never heard of it. Have you heard that? It, it's a. It's like a. It's a. Well, obviously, kind of a salt, and it's. Um, and they use it for commercialized food. I don't know a lot about it, but it's. They know that if I, I read this before, if you are exposed to it, it can cause severe skin rashes and irritation. I don't know what it does in the body, though. There you go. Blue one. Hike. Caramel caramel color. So you have the so you have the you got to change that brown caramel color to blue. So you got to add that blue <laughs> one in. Okay, so do you remember the the frappuccino at Starbucks we tore, we tore apart in 2017? The the unicorn frappuccino. Oh yeah, the, yeah that that had the actual the anal beaver glands in that. Oh, it did. It did, and they removed yeah. it. No, no, it had the crushed beetle. No, that one had. Well, it did, but then they switched to crushed beetle insects to get that uh, raspberry uh, pink color. Yes. I think, uh, they yes. Something like that. Yeah, well, there was the pumpkin spice, which we said for years didn't have actual pumpkin in it, and then they finally admitted it. And then the unicorn frappuccino, this is the ingredient list. Now, you tell me what, like, if it says ice, milk, cream, frappuccino syrup, mango syrup, and then they list three other ingredients that I don't think are food, but somehow they don't actually have to define them. These are the three ingredients in a frappuccino at Starbucks for the unicorn, they use this for other stuff too. Pink powder, blue powder, and blue drizzle. How can you get away with putting blue drizzle on the ingredient list and not defining what what is blue drizzle? What is pink powder? And and sour. I'm sorry. Yeah, what is it's sour powder? blue? Sour blue powder. Sour blue powder. Okay. Well, what what is it? Yeah. What is that? The hell's that made up of? I don't. I mean, this is to, to me, Mike. It's like it's about this is about balance. It, 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 whether it's health of the mind of the body, it, it's just about balance. Like you can't honestly think that if you just eat, you know, Oreos that they're vegan, and if you eat those all the all the time, all every day, you're going to be healthy. You're not. You're going to be a really sick vegan, and you're going to make me look bad. And if you eat meat three meals a day, and you don't eat much of anything else, you're going to get colon cancer. It's very likely you're going to become impotent. It's very likely. That doesn't mean eating a piece of meat. It means if you're eating a giant steak and more than a few ounces at a time, your body cannot literally process that. So rather than eating just Oreos to be a vegan or just carrots to be a vegetarian or just a piece of meat to be a carnivore, how about some damn diversity? And how about some diversity of thought rather than being, I'm pro this, I'm anti this, and those are my two options. There's a hell of a lot more options. It's called the infinite potentiality of the human consciousness and spirit and soul. 
You have infinite potential. Use it and think of another angle on things rather than just going along with the standard I'm pro or anti this or that. That pisses me off, man. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, first off, you know, it's not like we're food elitists or anything like that. Um, we're just getting to the fact of, uh, of these corporations lying to you and getting away with putting these toxic chemicals and just letting you know that you probably should check whatever you're buying in the ingredients. You know, uh, if you don't want to eat can't, if you don't want to get cancer or any type of other diseases, because it seems like you can just get away with listening to ingredient as dog shit, uh, and get away with it. <laughs> it's natural, isn't it? Natural, natural dog. Shit. Well, Hey, it's natural. I mean, literally, oh, I love my dog. I, it must be good for me. I love my, <laughs> literally you could take your dog's crap put it in a smoothie, and then sell that smoothie as a natural flavor. That's how the, 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 the system works, literally. I mean, if something tastes like lemon, if your dog's feces tasted like lemon, you could put natural flavor on the product and sell literal dog crap. That's how the regulation works. Isn't that disgusting? Don't people want to know that? I would want to know that if I didn't know that. Nobody taught me that. I had to learn that. I had to learn that, too. And then I don't want to. Learn that too. I don't want to support the companies. Remember Kashi? Kashi was lying. Oh, it's organic, and they got soccer moms running through the forest doing yoga in the Amazon. And then it, f- it turns out Kashi wasn't actually using organic products, and Kashi was lying about using genetically modified products. And then Kashi said, "Well, we're really sorry about that." So they put the Kashi Promise sticker on the front to promise they wouldn't lie to you again. So your husband or your yeah, wife? I, saw, I remember that. You remember that your husband yeah. and wife beat the hell out of you every day for five years, but then they promised, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat you anymore," and then they hit you again tomorrow, and you're gonna continue to go buy Kashi. It's like these commercials and these these these, these mega corporations. They aim to divide, so it doesn't so people don't actually put the spotlight on them, like the Mars Corporation and these other oh, yeah. these other multinational corporations. I mean, if you want to get to it, your your fellow man, for the most part, is not your enemy. It's these corporations that are the enemy. You got not that. Not saying right. every corporation is bad. Not saying every corporation is bad, but there's certainly a lot of them that are under the agenda of where they get their funding and money from, which is banks, corporations. These large corporations take out huge loans from banks, so their masters are banks. They say their masters are shareholders. It's, that's not true. It's banks. Their masters right. are banks. And those banks are beholden to the big banks, uh, beholden to the IMF and all these these other type of uh, entities. Um, and that, that's how we that's how we get played. You know, well, the yeah. action doesn't start until we really point the finger at who is who is like who is behind this. It's it's the this this arrogant biasness of like if I want to I want to use the 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 diet thing again because I mean I've known vegans that are like oh my god you're an animal murderer how could you be an animal murderer and then you literally are doing things like well I mean environmentalists tell you to save the environment while they eat meat I don't see how that that works and vegans will tell you you're an animal murderer and then they still don't. You know, in whether their clothing options or whatever it is, their makeup, some vegans just it's just animals for meat. And then everything else is some vegans are more militant about it. And some vegans, just like animal rights activists, they become violent over it. On the other side, people are like stuffing their face with meat and they're acting like, no, this is definitely healthy for me. It's definitely healthy. I have to eat it, have to eat it, have to eat it, have to. Where's your protein? Where are your other vitamins and nutrients? You don't get all of that in the meat. So you need to eat other things. 
You can't honestly think eating a steak three times a day is healthy. That's nonsense with your mouth stuffed and your colon stuffed with undigested, rotting carcass. And then the other side of the vegan argument is just as militant. I want balance. I want balance. Back in 2001, Mike, the famous Dean Ornish heart study came out showing that coronary heart disease, atherosclerosis, can be reversed with a plant-based diet, period. The public has been made unaware of that through deception, just like the tobacco industry used when they said doubt is our product. They want you to doubt that eating better can actually get you off your medications because the same people pushing these unhealthy diets, whether it's excessive meat consumption, keto diets, or just eating carrots, or people that are pushing natural diets, environmentally friendly diets, they're pushing a product. They're pushing you something that you need to buy. They're pushing you something that is an ideology, and they're pushing you away from things that have been settled science for decades that if you want to get rid of your heart disease, you want to get rid of your diabetes, you want to get off your medication, you just have to eat simply and cheaply, and it's really that simple. It's really that cheap. It's really that easy. Otherwise, you're beholden to big pharma to take care of you as your body deteriorates over your lifetime. And that is just, I don't see why anybody would want to live that life. It might feel good now, but the older you get, the worse it's going to get. And if you want to live in a yurt, I guess, yurt it up. Otherwise, drink your Diet Coke, right? I'm really upset. Yeah, I'm just, well, I just get, I get upset by this kind of stuff, Mike. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, no apologies needed. Who's drinking a Frappuccino from Starbucks at 400 grams of sugar thinking, oh, blue drizzle. Yeah, I saw that growing on a tree. It's natural. What's, what's blue, blue drizzle? drizzle? What's blue drizzle? That sounds like a Snoop Dogg album. Blue drizzle, yeah. Well, where about I don't I, know, but they'll, they'll learn. Just like, just like we learn, they will learn. Some, some will learn the very hard way and will actually die. Well, that's, Others will get uh, an immune response and switch their diets up. Others will be, you know, have certain other diseases. Some will change, some will not. And that's, that's really how it goes. Well, that's for the people to decide. It's just, you shouldn't have corporations lying. You shouldn't have scientists and doctors not telling you the truth. You shouldn't have people obscuring the facts when you have the availability of that information. And when that happens, I mean, that level of deception, I can't trust companies or doctors and people that, that promote that kind of thing. That's all that I'm saying. Otherwise, it's, it is up for you to decide. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Mike D., thanks so much for joining us. We had another segment, but we got to let you go. Yes, I'll be back again. All right, Mike will be back again. Maybe we can get that guest on who we weren't able to get on tonight. Sound good? Yeah, we'll find out. It should be good. Yeah, I will work on that. Okay. All right. Sounds good. That was uh, Brittany Venti we're supposed to have on the show tonight. Hopefully Mike can get in touch with her. Everything's okay and we'll get her on the show. Thanks again, Mike. All right. Take care. All right. You too, buddy. Bye-bye. There goes Mike D. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, rdgable at yahoo.com. I just want some objectivity and balance. We'll be back. Do all the exploring you want, you know, all the drilling of the earth you want, you're not going to find hell. You can take spaceships, uh, you're not going to find heaven. They're not physical places. Broadcasting from the edge of thought and consciousness, it's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. 
The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Well, I hope you made it to the fourth segment tonight. Obviously, this show can be interpreted, even by myself, as a little bit offensive to some people. But if you really listen, I'm attempting to be sincere. I hope I'm being sincere. I'm sincerely concerned whether we're talking about a food product or a weight loss product like a Fitbit. or We're talking about ideology. I'm concerned with how well-crafted advertising and marketing has become in the last hundred years. I'm concerned that PepsiCo can tell us that exercise is the reason people are overweight, not exercising. Reality is when a company tells you that they know that you will actually eat more of their product because if you run a little bit or you walk a little bit, you'll actually 
eat more of their product because you'll have the moral licensing to say, well, I did walk to the kitchen. I could have another Pepsi. And that's not a joke. That's not, uh, I'm not being hyperbolic. That's literally what the literature shows us. These companies know that when they tell you exercise, they know that you might walk a little bit, but you'll actually buy more of their product. Same thing when they give you smaller cans or smaller packages. Oh, it's environmentally friendly, or that product is smaller to help you lose weight. No, they sell you that because they give you less product, they charge you equal or higher prices, and then because you're either addicted to it or because you want to just continue to drink the same amount, you'll continue to go back and buy that product and they make even more money. That's obscene. You should be aware of that. It doesn't matter if you like drinking soda or not. You should be aware of how they're manipulating you to get you to buy these products. And the idea of something being green, something being natural, it's like a health halo. It's an environmental halo. If you buy this product, it's good for the environment. If you buy this product, it's good for your health. It's a health halo or a green halo, and it's all incredibly, incredibly deceptive. It's all a giant joke. When a company starts selling a product in a paper container instead of a plastic container, and they're like, look, we care about the environment. You know what I think? I think, well, based on the science of paper and plastic, paper actually costs more to manufacture. It's more to, because it's heavier, more to ship the product, as well as it is more to ship the product to the place where it's manufactured or the raw materials to the place where it's manufactured. So, Heavier cost of shipping for raw materials, more energy to produce, heavier to ship the package to where it needs to go, and then the product is only usable once, maybe twice before it breaks, and then you have to, or it gets wet and it dissolves, and then you have to get another bag. It's not environmentally friendly. I mean, yeah, maybe a cotton bag that's reusable, but you'd have to use it hundreds of thousands, hundreds if not thousands, some estimates are thousands. It's 300 to like 1,000. You'd have to use it 300 to 1,000 times for it to have and to hold its value in comparison to a plastic bag. That doesn't mean we should pollute the oceans. It doesn't mean I should throw plastic in the street. It just means plastic bags are better now. And if you don't want to use those bags, bring your own bag. And I don't mean buy one of those reusable bags. I mean bring a backpack. Bring a suitcase. I've seen people do that. Bring something that you already own rather than buying something new and driving up the production of something that doesn't need to be produced. Plastic also helps us to preserve our food. So if we didn't have plastic, we actually might not have as much food available to us as, as in a far reaching capacity as we do today. So I don't like when companies do that. It's deceptive. It's wrong. And then we come to something that I've mentioned tonight. I call it bad company, good apple, bad company, good banana, bad company, Good zucchini, whatever you want to call it. It's the idea that if a company is lying to you, I don't care if they're selling me a McFlurry. I don't care if they're selling me a giant bucket of ice cream. I don't care if they're selling me a steak. I don't care if they're selling me cookies. I don't care if they're selling me a pear, a banana, or a banana split. If that company is lying and actively engaged in deceiving me as a consumer, I'm not supporting 
them. And I would recommend you don't either. I'm just simply giving you this idea if you haven't already had it yourself. As a company, as a company that decides to lie to you, why would anybody support them? And why do people stay in abusive relationships, a job or a relationship? They're either desperate or they're scared. There's a lot of factors that go into that. I mean, does that mean, does that translate to our food? Are we scared? Are, are, are we intimidated by these companies that lie to us, like Kashi, the Mars Corporation? They slap a label, this is sustainable, and they take some pictures of some little black kids. Look, we have sustainable products. We care about equality. You don't give a damn about any of that. If you knew that putting racist slurs on your product would make you more money, that's what you would do. But you know that the word equality goes a long way, so you slap that on your website. These companies like Fitbit, we played this clip earlier for you, one of these commercials. Fitbit's like, hey, listen to your body. You have the power. Listen to your body. Feel your power. Feel your power. See, when I hear that, I hear the subtle subconscious musings of what amounts to subliminal messaging. And that is, you have the power. You can buy a Fitbit. You have the power. It's your body. You can do whatever you want with your body. If you want to buy a Fitbit, you buy a Fitbit. If you want to buy a Diet Coke, buy a Diet Coke. Okay. I mean... Just do you, whatever that is. And if you're in the mood for a Diet Coke, have a Diet Coke. You want it? Have it. That's cool. So they've gone from telling us that we need to exercise to lose weight, which actually got people to eat more, to telling you outright, well, we don't really care about your weight because now it's acceptable to be overweight and we actually glorify it. So yeah, go ahead and drink more. And they don't care about your weight. They don't care about the size of the can They don't care about anything unbiasedly. It's all about making profit, at least these companies like Coca-Cola and Fitbit are. Plus, Fitbit not only has commercials like this, but Fitbit also, uh, they acquire all your data. I don't know why anybody would want your data to be sucked into a Fitbit 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I mean, they track your sleeping. Why would you want that? When the CDC paid money, we heard recently, we talked about last night briefly, to get access to user data from apps so they could track your compliance with recommendations issued during the pandemic. Did you quarantine? Did you wear a mask? Did you social distance? Did you get your vaccine? What did you say about these things? What did you think about these things? Where's the congressional investigation into that? The CDC can't stop people from being evicted. The CDC can't force you to wear a mask, and yet the CDC is using taxpayer money to buy your data so they can track you and track your compliance with their recommendations? Do I really need to to like emphasize they're tracking your compliance with your own money by spying on you? They're tracking your compliance with recommendations. Not even laws, just recommendations. You have the power. It's your body, your choice. You want to drink a Coke, drink a Coke. And it is. Ultimately, it is. If you want to do that, you do that. But you should be informed that these companies are lying to you. You should be informed these companies are involved in very unsavory business practices. You should be informed that Coca-Cola once made an argument in court that water 
in their Coca-Cola made Coca-Cola a, quote, healthy product. You can laugh about it, and yeah, it is funny, and if you were sitting here tonight and you were a big meat eater and you drank soda, we could have a funny, fun conversation about it because it's, it's kind of hilarious how ridiculous it is. But in all seriousness, folks, when a company is actively engaged in that level of deception, we should not be supporting them. I don't care if they sell vegan food, vegetarian food, keto food, meat food. I don't care what they sell. Dog food. You should not be supporting a company that lies to you. And you need to know that they're lying to you before you can even make that determination for yourself. Because if we operate under the guise of, well, a company is good free speech and they could do whatever they want. Yeah, but they also can't do a whole list of other things like call for violence. They can't uh, they can't publish, you know, obscene material and, and give it to kids. You know, you're not even supposed to talk to kids about sex. If you saw someone on the playground doing that, you'd beat the hell out of them. You call the cops, but they can do it in a classroom. You know, companies really can't tell you, hey, next time you're talking on the phone, AT&T doesn't chime in and say, hey, you can't say that. Okay, AT&T is not like coast to coast, folks. On coast to coast, they chime into your ear and say, hey, don't mention that. Don't say that. George doesn't want to hear that. And that's why I'm not on coast to coast, because I tell you exactly what they do behind the scenes. It's not malicious. It's just a fact. It's just reality. AT&T doesn't do that, though, because it's a public utility, just like a public business Even if they're private, they're open to the public. They have to provide you a public accommodation. They cannot actively discriminate against you based on any of the typical classical things like, I don't know, race, gender, sex, etc. And you should be made aware, as you have been tonight, hopefully, these companies are lying to you. Now, when I read the story of this so-called vegan fighter, Mentioned in the last segment, Canelo Alvarez, world champion. I'll be honest with you. I don't know much about fighting. I don't know much about the UFC or MMA. I, I, it's just not my thing. I, don't, I just don't. I'd, I'd rather watch hockey. That's my thing. I heard this story, and I saw that Joe Rogan suggested that Alvarez's diet might have played a role in his loss. And so Rogan commented and, and, and I guess posted one of his comments, this, this fighter, where Alvarez said, I feel very good. My body is adapted very well. I feel strong. My stomach is very good. I highly recommend it about a vegan diet. Whatever that means, I don't, it's just like a typical, it's like Bill Burr said. They always got to interview the guy, you know, when they get drafted in the NFL draft, like, hey, uh, what do you feel? He's like, well, I feel like a big good part of the, the, the New York Jets and uh, same thing the last 50 guys just said. It's, that's what athletes do. It's just, I mean, plus athletes are actually schooled in how to handle the media. So they know what to say, when to say. They keep it very general, very basic. It's just like I, I don't really take that or Joe Rogan's statement to mean anything. But what I don't like is when people suggest and then it becomes reality for a lot of people that, well, it's because he was eating vegan that he lost the fight. Well, Nate Diaz eating a vegan diet beat Conor McGregor. But then Conor McGregor also beat Nate Diaz. So they beat each other, eating meat and eating plants. I mean, Tom Brady won seven Super Bowls, and he barely eats any meat. He brings his own water to the game, puts his own electrolytes into it. He eats non-inflammatory foods. Tom Brady's like 40-something winning Super Bowls. But he probably didn't win a Super Bowl because of his diet, just like he probably didn't lose a Super Bowl because of his diet. I mean, that's just a fallacy to me. 
a fighter lost a, a fight because he, he ate plants. Well, other fighters that eat plants have also won fights. Some athletes that eat plants are champions. And sometimes champions lose, and then they're not champions anymore. And yes, diet plays a, a huge role in that. And, 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 and like our co-host Mike Deese said in the last segment, I mean, if this guy switched from eating meat and then just became plant-based immediately, you, you're going to go through a detox period. You better believe it. And you're not going to feel very good. Your body has a lot of stuff to process out of what it's what dealing with for God knows how long you've been eating that. And it's not just meat. It's more so processed foods. But meat falls into that category, too, in the same way that if if I just stop eating plants and I just start eating meat every day, I'm going to get really sick. To be fair to the meat eaters and to be fair to the, the, the vegans or the vegetarians, it's not necessarily because of the meat or because of the vegetables. It's because your body is detoxing or it's because your body is adapting to something that is drastic and different. If you're in a nice warm house and you walk out into freezing cold, you're going to be like, damn, it's cold. I don't, I, I, and personally, I hate cold. I just, cold makes me mad. I hate cold. I walk out in the cold, but once I'm out there for a little bit, I get used to it. That doesn't mean humans can't live in the cold. It doesn't mean humans can't live in the heat. I love heat. If, it ain't 80, if it's not 80 degrees base, I'm freezing. Okay, I'm like a lizard. I need some heat. And that's why I'm living out here in the desert. I can't stand the humidity, though, so I like a dry climate. Some people can't stand the heat. When I first moved here, I thought it was a tiny bit hotter than I remembered, but my body adapted in like two or three days because that's what my body needs. However, it is well known, and not just well known, it is embarrassingly well known, and it has been for decades, that eating a plant-based diet primarily can reverse cardiovascular disease and can reverse diabetes. The famous Dean Ornish study published in the early 20th century 2001, Intensive Lifestyle Changes for Reversal of Coronary Heart Disease. You could read the study for yourself. It's a really great study. It basically concluded that coronary atherosclerosis occurred after five years than after one year in the experimental group. In contrast, in the control group, coronary atherosclerosis continued to progress and more than twice as many cardiac events occurred. The bottom line is, this lifestyle heart trial of Dean Ornish was able to prove that you could reverse coronary heart disease with diet. That's been known for decades. Here's another one. Journal of the American College of Cardiology. These are not cherry-picked studies. These are massive studies. Plant-based diets recommended for coronary heart disease prevention. This is 2017. Higher intake of plant-based diet index rich in healthier plant foods is associated with substantially lower coronary heart disease risk, whereas a plant-based diet index that emphasizes less healthy plant foods is associated with higher CHD, coronary heart disease risk. Meaning that not all plant foods are necessarily beneficial to health. So that's why you get vegans that are really unhealthy, vegetarians that are really unhealthy, because they're literally just vegans are subsisting on Oreos and vegetarians are just nibbling literally on wheatgrass shots and carrots better snack than an Oreo, but if you just eat that, you're not going to be healthy. There's, you know, there's a balance and a harmony to be struck. There's, it's not just eat a steak three times a day or eat a carrot stick three times a day. That's asinine on both accounts. Who the hell does that? A lot of people do it. 
But the tobacco industry told us that doubt was their product. Remember that, the famous tobacco industry memo, doubt is our product. They want you to think that the science is, well, that wasn't for the public to see. They want this public to see that science is settled. Behind the scenes, though, they know the science is settled, but not really settled because they want to create confusion. So you're not really sure what to believe. Food industry does that. Textile industry does that. Shirts, pants, clothes, they, they sell you the same thing. The baby industry does that to sell you useless $6,000 strollers and $50 binkies. They do the same thing. Every, it, every industry does it. Confusion, confusion, confusion. Doubt, 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 doubt. Tobacco industry knows that cigarettes are dangerous. We know that high consumption of meat is not good for you. And people immediately get so angry. I don't understand. Why do you get so angry about meat? I mean, it's like people that get angry when you're like, hey, maybe you should stop smoking cigarettes. Well, mind your own business. Well, maybe I should, but maybe if I care about you, I should try to encourage you to not smoke those cigarettes. I'm not saying it's going to help. I'm just saying I'm expressing my concern for you. You get, you get angry because it's, you're addicted to a product or you're addicted to an ideology or you just have a really big ego. And hey, let's be fair to the meat eaters. Vegans do the same thing. How many militant vegans are out there? I can't count. Oh my God, you're saying something bad about veganism. They do the same thing meat eaters do. Oh my God, you're saying something bad about my meat. Here's my meat. Look, I'll eat my meat. And they shove the meat in your face. I don't care about your meat, okay? I don't want to see a D pick. I don't want to see a meat pick. All right, don't show me pictures of your steak. I don't care. I think it's gross. Just like you don't want to see pictures of my vegetables. I don't care, okay? But the point is, you cannot dispute the science. You cannot dispute the facts. Some people try. Some people try. I mean, I'd honestly like to have this guy on the show, Dr. Sean Baker, who wrote The Carnivore Diet. He's one of the ones that said that Alvarez lost the fight because he eats plants. But that also tells me that this doctor isn't a really a great doctor. Dr. Sean Baker is literally saying that this guy eating plants is why he lost a fight. Probably shouldn't be practicing medicine. And you probably shouldn't be telling people just to eat meat. You have to eat the carnivore diet. You have to, you're promoting a diet again. This is the problem. You shouldn't be eating a vegan diet, keto diet. South Beach, Atkins, or a carnivore diet. You should be eating as much as you want of a variety of beautiful plants. That includes nuts, seeds, beans, legumes, vegetables, and fruits. There's such a variety. There's such an abundance. I don't even know what to do with myself most of the time. I'm making sushi. I'm making chili. I'm making burritos. I'm making, you know, you think of it, I made it. Lasagna. I'm making brownies. I'm making, and, and it's it's cheaper too. That's what I don't. It's cheaper to eat that way. But if you don't want to eat that way, that's fine. I have friends that eat meat, but my friend Mike D doesn't eat a steak three times a day. The science is pretty clear. You can reverse heart disease with a plant based diet. Now people can also be unhealthy. Even though they've reversed their heart disease, they can be unhealthy for other reasons. People can also be healthy when they eat meat. But if you really want to look inside the body, you'll find that when you stop eating meat, 
your microbiome rapidly changes. That when you're talking about something such as, well, the, the keto diet, oh, great, I'm losing this weight, I feel great. You're just losing body weight, uh, body water. Uh, you're losing body water, and so you feel like you're healthier, but you're not actually healthier. You, your body is, is starved to death because you need carbohydrates. And in fact, when you restrict your bar, body's access to those things, you actually gain more weight in the end. So when you go off it, you gain more weight. It's like, well, the, the diet was working. No, it's you, you were dumping water weight, and now your body's actually storing more fat, so you're going to be even fatter if you go on a keto diet. And if you stay on it long enough, it's very likely you're going to die because a keto diet is not sustainable. And a diet needs to be sustainable. Eating meat three times a day is not sustainable. Eating an abundance of plants that you can grow in your backyard is sustainable. That doesn't mean you have to do a one-size-fits-all kind of a plan. We're not even talking about weight loss tonight. What I'm saying is heart disease can be reversed. Diabetes can be reversed. That doesn't mean it's easy. doesn't even necessarily mean it's cheap. But it can be reversed. You can get off your medication eating better. When a company or when a doctor like Dr. Sean Baker, who, I mean, I honestly could probably have a great conversation with the guy. But when he tells you that a fighter lost a fight because he ate plants, that's asinine because other fighters that eat plants have also won fights. I mean, you talk about arrogance. Talk about a fallacy. How am I supposed to trust a doctor who says something like that? How am I supposed to trust a company that actively is engaged in lying to me as a consumer? How am I supposed to do that? Here's another study. This is the broad study. 2016. The broad study, a randomized controlled trial using a whole food plant-based diet in the community for obesity, heart disease, and diabetes. This program led to significant improvements in BMI, cholesterol, and other risk factors. To the best of our knowledge, the research has achieved greater weight loss at 6 and 12 months than any other trial that does not limit energy intake or mandate regular exercise. Meaning, you can actually improve your BMI, fix your cholesterol, and reduce other risk factors for heart disease and diabetes by eating a plant-based diet, and you can eat as much as you want and not even necessarily have to exercise. Doesn't that sound better than having to run on a treadmill for three hours a day and then restricting your calories to 300? You know, it's a little bit of an excessive statement, though. I mean, what are they restricting to? A thousand? A thousand calories and a three-hour run on a treadmill. And then you're miserable. Plant-based diet, you don't even necessarily have to exercise. You should walk around, but, you know, don't even necessarily have to exercise. And you can eat as much as you want. Doesn't that sound better? And it's cheaper. That's even better. And of course, the China study, which people try to tell me has been debunked. I don't understand how a study that literally has thousands of references to other studies have been, has been debunked. All those thousands of studies have been debunked. Somebody sent me something about the China study. They said, oh, this has been debunked. Here's the proof. It was a woman who worked for Coca-Cola. 1980s. T. Colin Campbell, Ph.D., Cornell University. Partnership with researchers at Oxford and the Chinese Academy of Preventative Medicine embarked upon one of the most comprehensive nutritional studies ever undertaken, known as the China Project. And the China study, hundreds of pages, the book, with all this data compiled over decades, found that eating a whole foods plant-based diet reverses 
cancer, diabetes, heart disease, you name it, can actually open up your organs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's no downside to it. I mean, if you're eating just one simple thing, yeah, sure. But if it's, it's about diversity. So if you eat a tiny piece of meat with your food, I don't care. It's not my problem. Not my issue. Not my concern. Doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Eat a tiny piece of meat, that's fine. But if you really want to reverse your disease and you really want to get off those medications and you want to eat as much as you want and you want to limit that three-hour exercise every day, you can do that on a whole foods plant-based diet. It's as simple as that. That's a fact. People can tell you anything else. You have to eat this or that. Well, you know, it's just like I got, I got this, this stupid message. Some, somebody was like, hey, look, you know, vegans don't have vitamin A, B6, B12, vitamin D, K2, CLA. Uh, they don't have uh, carnosine, cholesterol, uh, CoQ10, creatine, hem, heme iron. And I told the guy, I said, B12 is, is not in a vegan diet, sure, but you get it through supplement. He said vitamin C is in meat. Uh, vitamin C is not in a meat diet, and you can get it by supplementing it from plants, and you also get it you know, if you're eating things like collard greens, etc. Meat eaters and most everyone are horribly deficient in fiber, and they're excessively consuming protein. You do not need the amount of protein you consume. You need more fiber and other things. Plus, your body makes cholesterol. Your body makes CoQ10, so you don't need that if you're on a vegan diet. Heme iron is also only slightly more absorbed. You get D vitamin from the sun. Coconut and palm oils have saturated fat. They are saturated fat. So you do, you do get saturated fat in a vegan diet. In fact, you probably get a little bit too much whether you're eating vegan or meat. Uh, a half a cup of spinach has 570 um, uh, MCG of vitamin A. Vitamin B6 is literally in bananas. Avocados, wheat germ, etc., Carnosine is, 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 is non-essential, you know, but your body forms it from other amino acids. I mean, th- this is just, it's an embarrassment because the lack of basic knowledge of these things is leading people to be confused. Their realities are distorted and they don't know what to do, so they turn to the people that make them feel good. And the people that make you feel good are not the people that you necessarily need to be hanging out with. People that are actively engaged in deception, people that are lying, selling you products, selling you ideology, selling you social justice, selling you poison, selling you crap, selling you garbage, selling you lies. And that stuff needs to be exposed. So the next time someone says, well, a corporation can do whatever they want, they have free speech, sure. But Disney can't lie about the state of Florida and threaten the state of Florida. Sure, but food companies can't actively lie to you about their products and then tell you they're on your side. Because they're not. They're lying to you, and you shouldn't support them. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. I hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast. I hope you could hear, to the best of my ability, that I'm attempting to be as objective as possible. I really hope that you enjoyed this show tonight. I hope that you enjoyed our conversation with Mike D. We didn't have our guest on. Unfortunately, we'll try to get her on another show. But I think we did well for an impromptu improve, uh, impromptu improv show www.thesecretteachings.info check out my books Occult Arcana, The Technological Elixir and Food Philosophy check out our subscription service subscribe get access to the digital books early access to the show, a private RSS feed download and stream every single episode of the show without monetized ads otherwise download the monetized show we make a tiny bit of money off of that share it with your friends 
Leave us a review on social media. Leave us a review on those podcast radio players. Check out our affiliate Pro One Water Filters and our behind-the-scenes content on Patreon. That's at www.thesecretteachings.info. Facebook.com is social media, forward slash The Secret Teachings. TST underscore underscore radio on Twitter. And rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. The music tonight, White Bat Audio. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Derek Murphy should be joining us tomorrow night on the show to talk about the multiverse. That should be a fun conversation. Stay with us. Stay with us.